I just want to start with a few, a few things. First of all, <coughs> I want to extend the thanks to all the many sponsors, not only the sponsors, but the Oizrum, the, all the people who monetarily and organizationally and physically, all the different things that go into making uh, the sheer Baruch Hashem, the success that it is, and the the base medrash, uh, the Panam Chadashas in the base medrash, if you will. Uh, so that at, at this uh, this occasion, which is a little upgraded Sudas Mitzvah, and we think ah, just for that uh, that uh, it's, it's not just a we have a different Torah, but we also have Rosh Chodesh. So this is um, this is an occasion to to thank all the sponsors on every level, both in the in in Kemach in Torah, uh, the actual bagels and lacks, etc., and then <coughs> financially, and personally, extend thanks to all those who are who are putting their their weight behind the the shear and the chabura. Thank you very much. Today is Rosh Chodesh Shvat. Rosh Chodesh Shvat is one of the few dates that's mentioned in the Torah. So I just want to take a look at a couple of psukim and segue from there into the the sugi that we're going to learn. Eilad varim asher diber Moshe al kol Yisrael be'ever hayardim. On the first day of Chodesh Shvat, which is the Ashtayasar Chodesh, the 11th month, about five months before Moshe Rabbeinu's Tira, he begins <coughs> to say Mishnah Torah. He begins to recap a lot of the halachas that he already taught, to add more, as the Rambam points out, to give Musr. Five weeks. Yeah, it could be seven months. So five weeks, and so Moshe Rabbeinu begins <coughs> begins this uh, Sefer Dvarim. So what is the nature of Sefer Dvarim? So first of all, fascinatingly, he says in Pasuk Vav, Hashem Aleikenu Diber Eleinu Bechorev Leimar. So Chorev is written Ches Reish Beis. So. The first thing Rosh Rabbeinu begins to say is he refers to the Chayrev, which is Milosh and Chayrev. So we're holding it uh, in a place where um, that's a very, very meaningful word for us. <coughs> we wish it wouldn't have to be so anymore. And the Gemara actually, Chazal actually interpret the word Chayrev, Milosh and Chayrev, Milosh and Churban. What more does Rosh Rabbeinu say and the, 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 at the kickoff, I assume this is also, he's still saying this on Rosh Chodesh Shvat. He says, Conquer the land. Conquer the land. So there are soldiers that are using the sword, 
And there's us that we're we're using the the Gemara. And the Medrash actually says, Rabbi Shimon Bayechoy says, Safra v'Saifa Yordu Kruchim in Hashemayim. The sword and the Sefer came down, intertwined from Shemayim. <coughs> and Hashem said, whoever involves himself in the Sefer spares himself from the Saif. And whoever does not involve himself in the Sefer is left at the mercy of the Saif. So, this is the time of a tremendous, we're going to see in a second, a tremendous hashpa of Torah, so let's grab onto it. And how does Moshe Rabbeinu end this first installation? That's the bracha of Moshe Rabbeinu. That Hashem should add on a thousand times what you have. And we even know that in our position as the Elef Lamata, so Elef Pa'am is also very significant for us. <coughs> so Tzadik points out that, let's just see, we'll just read a few highlights. The Sefer Dvarim, who Shoresh Kol Tarish Abelpeh. That's a Zayar. The Zayar, Omar Moshe Rabbeinu Olav Hashem, Rosh Chodesh Shvat, Kemoshe Nemar, Beashteros HaChodesh, Beachad HaChodesh, Diber Moshe. Chodesh, he points out that the Sefer Yitzhak says that the letter that, that goes along with Chedesh Shvat is the letter Tzadi. And it's famous that the Rabbi Kiva used to say that don't call the letter Tzadi, call it Tzadik. I think Hasidim do that, but it's, it's, it's Isaac Rabbi Kiva Eger. Why is that? Isaac Rabbi Kiva Eger is not something that we could, uh, that we could comprehend so easily. It's a Kabbalistic medrash written by Rabbi Akiva. But uh, you're welcome to look over there. Uh, <laughs> so, no, it is. Yeah, no. When I was growing up, I was okay. by the Israelis. They told me tzaddik. Ask your kids in school. It's tzaddik. Yeah. Okay. My father was okay. okay. So lemaisa. Okay. So lemaisa, the the teresh of b'ksav is is what it is. Teresh Valpeh is our own. Endeavor in Tamba Torah, and Moshe Rabbeinu saying Mishnah Torah is something which is in between, because it's written in the Chamisha Chumash Torah, but it's basically notes on what Moshe Rabbeinu said verbally to Klai Yisrael as his own summary. So it has that aspect of Torah Baal Peh. Sefer Ilah Advarim, just further on the same paragraph. Today is the root of all Torah Baal Peh. <coughs> I'm giving you Pesachim Peh, Teresh Baal Peh. Even though you say you are a Kvad Peh, a Kvad Lashon, I'm going to open your mouth to talk. That's the highest, that's the first, that's the initial level. Ah. And the last line, That's this is, we're talking about the, the, the weeks of Shabbavim, where it's the time to be Misakim, the what's called the Bris HaMar. So the Bris HaLashon and the Bris HaMar go together, and you know, maybe we'll get a chance to talk about that uh, a, a little bit more. So, what do I want to add over here? The B'nai Sassar says that the, the <coughs> constellation, when I was a kid, I used to open up these papers in the back, they would have, you know, New York Post, they had a horoscope. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize the horoscope is really not the... The, the Chazal embraced 
the zodiac signs, and they connect each one to a month, and it has to do with the mazel. And Pyro was busy with all this, so so Medei Sasso, whose sefer focuses on the Zmane Ashana, so he says that the 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 sign of of Shavat is a deli, is a bucket. I don't know, I can't remember the Aquarius. Aquarius. Okay, that sounds that sounds right. Right. So he says, what does a bucket do? A bucket, right? The last thing is you kick it, but right, but what but, but a bucket draws water. So says the says the Bnei Sasar, because Khadeshvat is the outpouring of Tarash Balpeh. So which we all know that Ein Mayim El and that specifically means Teresh Baal Peh, because Mayim is the kind of thing that moves, that goes to the lowest level, because you have to be an Anav. That applies specifically to Teresh Baal Peh. So it says the Bnei Sasso, the idea that Chodesh Shvat, the, the sign, the symbol, uh, the Mazel, is a Deli, is because Chodesh Shvat is meant to hold the water of Teresh Baal Peh. That's what it's about. So that's why the Chodesh Shvat is the, the sign of a deli. And I saw that Rabbi Gedalia Shor brings down beautifully. He says that that the the fascinatingly the Ariya Kodesh spins off a Maimur Chazal that says you always, whenever you have different categories in the world there's always an in-between category. And he points out based on I think a safer about here maybe that you have like human beings and you have animals. You have a monkey that's kind of in between. I didn't say it, okay? <laughs> um, and he has a bunch of other examples over there. And then he says, "Sefer Dvarim says the Avni Nazar has soiv shalat Torah. Who have a mutza bein arba svarim harishoyim shal Torah shabiksav or bein Torah shabalpe." Sefer Dvarim has both. <coughs> aspects, because it was said by Moshe Rabbeinu, but it ends up being included in the Torah, so it's the in-between. So the Shekhinah is Medeberach. Oh, excellent. The Shekhinah is Medeberach, and it says it's Fas Emes, that's why it's called Mishnah Torah. Like Lecha Mishnah. There are two aspects of Sefer Dvarim. It has both the aspect of Torah Shabbat and the aspect of Torah Shabbat Okay, so there's this tremendous power that we're in, endeavoring to tap into and Rosh Chodesh Shvat, this is the time to be Zoycha, to Torah Shabbat Peh. That's the Ogedal Yal? brings it down in, uh, in, in Parshish Dvarim. And he brings it down more, he brings the Maral, but we, you know, we'll, we'll get to that. Sometimes. Okay. So now, <clears throat> the Sugi that we're going to learn today is a Hemshech. We started talking about a, a man comes home and his wife's waiting to hear Kiddush. Can the man make Kiddush for his wife? We already saw in the Shulchan Aruch that a wife may make Kiddush for her husband, which is not the necessarily always happening. But what about making Kiddush for your wife? So, we see that this is already an issue. The Magan Avram brings it down. And we, we saw yesterday, very, last time, last week, we saw very quickly the Dogo Merivava and Kiva Eger. I want to take a bit more of a deep dive into this sugya of Arvis and then connect it also back to, specifically to Kiddush. The Pasuk tells us in Parshas B'chukhoisa, it's toward the, the bottom of the first page. It's one of the Klolas. V'kashlu ish be'ochiv ki mipnei cherev v'roidef oyen. 
people will be so scared that they will trip over each other as if they're being chased by a sword, but there's no one chasing them. The, the, right, the, 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 tremendous, the tremendous fear that's going to pervade Klai Yisrael as this technical comes to play is this paranoia that someone's chasing me and no one's really even chasing them. However, Chazal take this in a whole different way in the Gemara in Sanhedrin and in Shavuos. What does the Gemara say? This teaches us that I, as a Yid, am nichshal in someone else's Avera if he does it. And the Gemara ends up saying, In the case where I could have stopped someone from doing an Avera, so his Avera gets stuck to me. And we already spoke about the idea of Lifna Evil Isitin Mikshal, and there's a big overlap between the Sugis. But what we see here in the Gemara and Sanhedrin is that the Kla Yisrael is Aravim Zeh Bazeh, and therefore I'm responsible for someone else's Averis. Lamaisa, the Rishonim constantly referred to this din of Kla Yisrael, Aravim Zeh Bazeh not just in the negative, but in the positive. As we saw yet last week, that the fact that Yotzah Moitzi, the fact that if I was already Yotzah a mitzvah, that I could be Moitzi someone else, as if I'm really doing a mitzvah, is because of the fact that I'm connected to his Chiv. So Ruvain is absolved from the Chiv of the mitzvah. He's only theoretically Chiv because he fulfilled the mitzvah already. But he could still be Moitzi Shimon, and the reason is because Shimon's Chiv is igniting something within Ruven as a, by virtue of the fact that there are Ravens ever since. Okay, so I, there's so many Marimakarmas over here. So I did something, it took a long time actually. What I did was I, I hopped the, the Encyclopedia Talmudit that talks about the din of and I try to give you just a few basic ideas over here so that I didn't have to start copying like 16 Marimakarmas or, or, or I don't know, 100 Marimakarmas. So just to give you a little bit a little bit of a haschala, uh, and we're going to come back to a lot of these ideas as we go on in this year. So, what exactly is this din? So, first, let's start. What is what are the words? I remember when I was a kid, I was always like a, before I knew how to read, so I'd always like pretend, you know, in shul I would be looking at a center and making sure that I was in the right the same page as everybody else. And then <clears throat> later on, it became like in camp, everyone's singing a song. I don't really know the words, so. Uh, and then once in a while it ends up being a little bit uncomfortable because like you say something and oh, that's not really that's not really the words. <laughs> and it's much better when you're singing with everybody else because then at least it's drowned out. <laughs> I still remember my, one of my brothers told me, I'm not going to say which brother it was, but he said that in one of the political, in one of the presidential races many years ago in the United States, so um, there was a candidate named Pat Buchanan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... Uh, so being a Jewish kid and reading, of course, taking an avid interest in the media, so um, they were talking about the different candidates, and suddenly my brother just decides he's going to show off his knowledge, and he says, but what about Pat Buchanan? <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, uh, you know, one of the more embarrassing moments in his life. That's really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> That's the correct way to say it. Okay. <laughs> 
Okay, so is it Kol Yisrael Arivim Zeh Bozeh? Or maybe it's Zeh Lozeh. And the Gemara says, Kol Yisrael Arivim Zeh Bozeh. And the Rishonim very often use the word Zeh and they seem to mean two totally different things. So let's start with this, and we're going to come back when we talk about the Dagomei Revova and Rebekiva Eger, we're going to come back to these two versions. So let's see. So says says the... Um, okay, we never thought I would do this. We're reading uh, little excerpts from Encyclopedia Talmudis, edited by uh, Moshe Willick. Uh, there are many editors in the time, and now, I'm, yeah, I'm, but I cliff, I'm, I'm cliffing over here. So let's see. Nizkar ba'agada. It's already in the Medrash and Torah's Kehanim, which is not really so much of an agada. It's halach Medrash. Oh. And fascinatingly, the ayin avos perek gimel mishnah tezayin second line hakol nosun be'eravin. The Mishnah tells us that everything we have is really on consignment. Hashem gives it to us temporarily. But explain the Me'iri and the Tashbates over there, to Rishonim, that what it means is the Lashon of Arvas, <coughs> that every mitzvah is given to Klai Yisrael as, as with an Erev, and each person is an Arev for the other one. So right away you see that the Rishonim are jumping onto their, th- those words. Klai Yisrael, Arevim Zelazah, means as if you borrowed money, and I'm the RA for it. And that's why when you have a mitzvah and you haven't done it yet, so even if I did a mitzvah, so I fulfill my obligation, but now I'm the Arev on your obligation, I'm sort of like the life all over again. Because I'm the RA. However, as we said, the Gemara's Lashon is, which means we're all one big mush. And therefore, if any part of this mush is chayev, so the other part is also chayev. They had two different dynamics, it would seem. Oh, so now... So it says over here, V'chein nizkar barishonim v'achrinim, please don't page, V'toras tam l'kach, sh'yochal adam l'hoitzi eschavera yidei chayva b'virkas ha-mitzvah, u'mitzvah yisiduais, af l'achak t'rakiyim ba'atzmah sa-mitzvah, m'pnei sh'nechshav k'mechuyiv ba'atzmah, af b'mitzvah sa-mutolas ha-chavera. He's chayev, your chayev. Your friends are my friends, your mitzvahs are my mitzvahs. Oh. So where we learn it out from, and of course, we're going to try to revisit the idea that the rush seems to say that women don't have the parish of Arvis. How is that even possible? If it's a Jewish thing to be in Arv, so how do women not have it? So we'll get to that as well. So the Pasuk, And who do you see explains it like the Gemara says, What do they say? We are mixed. We are combined with each other. And that's why someone else's chiv is automatically mine. Yeah, it's a collection of, of uh, shuvas from, that were written, you know, a thousand plus years ago by the Ga'inim that most of them come from different Gnizas of different sorts. And so that, that they learned like the Pashup Shah and the Gemara. But then the next words over here are, He didn't borrow the money, but he's got to pay. Because he took the ki right? We have with, with, with Yehuda. You got to take responsibility. Right? Also interesting. It's uh, So what did I find later on? It brought down later on, and I think maybe a footnote that Vyesh I mean that's the Reb Chaim Brisker and Rebbe Baruch Talmud. 
There's two types of Arev. An Arev, the regular Arev, is if Reuben lends money to Shimon and Shimon defaults on the loan, then Levi steps in and says, I'm going to pay. But there's another Arev which we're even more familiar with because we hear it at many times at an engagement. What do we hear? Who can give me the words? Arev. Arif Kablan Mitzada Chasan, Arif Kablan Mitzada Kala. What's an Arif Kablan? So the Gemara says in Bab Mitzia, if you have an Arif that accepts from the get go to be responsible, he says, I'm going to pay, if it comes down to it, you're able to come to me, even if you haven't approached the Leiva, even if he hasn't defaulted on the loan, I'm taking responsibility for his loan. That's called an Arif Kablan. He's Mikablan on himself. The choyv, even before the, or without an actual <coughs> default on the part of the level. Let's say the is out of town. <coughs> so, so if he's an Arab Kabbalah, you can go to him. So, says Reb Chaim and Reb Baruch Ber, when we say, it doesn't mean the regular Arav, that first this guy's got a default. No, the whole point is that I am alone with him step for step. His chiyav is my chiyav. Okay? Arav Kabbalah. He's like a new loyve. Right, Wait, right. Even if you don't hold the, even if you're not thinking about the previous Gilgal, yeah, you have to say Vida and everyone else is up here. And we have another few sources for this. I left out a lot of the sources. But I want to hit a couple ones that are going to be very impactful. There's another source in the Agada, Venefesh ki sechta. the third paragraph here. Nefashas ki yechtu. doesn't say the people who do Averis. El nefesh, shekal Yisrael, nikru nefesh achas. Shanemar kol ish Yisrael. Kulam ki ish echad. We're on page two, the third paragraph. Vim chota echad mehem, kulam arevim zevazer. The mat of Redoimer, the vne adam shahiu bam bisfina of Shumba Yachai gives this mashal. A few people were in a wooden boat. Not al echad mehem makdeach. One of them took a drill. Vehisil kadeach taftav. He started drilling under his seat. Amrulai, shoyte! Atakadeach taftecha vamayim nechlasim vikulam abudim. I'm sorry. Whoops, I, I skipped. Um, I didn't. I didn't. I'm sorry. So, what... Okay, in the Medrash it has an extra line. What do you say? What do you want from me? I'm just digging under my seat. I said, as soon as you dig under your seat, and the water comes in, we're all in the same boat, quite literally, right? And therefore we're going to sink. So, that's the idea of, of Arvas, that we're all in the same boat. So, if someone doesn't obey her, and I don't, and I don't, do, um, I don't give them a Right. Ah, yes, and w- actually, yeah. we discussed exactly the same hakira when it comes to lifna evil Lisita and Michshel, which is also a related topic. Yeah. And we discussed: Does that mean that I have a type of avera like the one that he did, or I just have the good old avera of, of lifna evil Lisita and Michshel, and it's the same avera for everyone? Or does it connect to the actual avera and take on the traits of the avera that I caused the person to be over? It's a complicated subject. Yes. Yes. Okay. 
so you see this come up many times in the Rishonim that Hagrizim and Harevil, that's when they were in the Kabbalah Okay. Is it like an involuntary or something? Says, I don't now, oh, nowadays we're stuck. Because nowadays we're in Mishboim, but I'm the Maratina when we're Arabian. Arabian, but I'm the from Avicenu, of course. So you can't say, I don't want to be responsible. Right. You cannot emancipate yourself from the Arabs that you have. And you're lucky because of that. Because there's a lot of other things that you're like to because of that. Okay. Um. Now, says the says the the Medrash. <coughs> Rabbi Shimon Rabbi said a similar thing. numerous Here's the key. So this is straight you see in Chazal, Arvus, a lotion of I'm the guarantor, I'm the Arev, and I'm a Kabbalah independently on every single person in Klai Yisrael. Okay. Fine. So now, good. Now we've seen do that. The, Rabbi, do the, <clears throat> the Gedolim have a greater uh, sense of Arvus than the regular guy? Yes. <laughs> we quoted the Chavetz Chaim uh, a long time ago that the B'nai Torah are responsible for the, uh, the uh, Averis of the generation and in a very that's difficult to be Nizarin unless you know Torah, they bear the whole responsibility. The Chafetz Chaim says that the, all the Lashon Hara that have spoken, the people who bear the responsibility are Tamir Chachamim, because tons of people don't even have an idea about Lashon Hara. So the ones who can, do, can fulfill it, they're the ones with the responsibility to it. We mentioned in the Shir a few, few uh, that, months ago. Is that an Indian of, of setting an example? Right? No, it's, it's all, he, the Chafetz Chaim brings it across the border. He talks about, let's say you have a person who is the only one who could do a certain mitzvah. Let's say a melech. Mm-hmm. So the melech is responsible for that mitzvah in its entirety. No one else in Klai saw just the melech. Why? He's the only one. So the Chavetz Chaim takes it another step and he says, even when technically speaking, everyone can be makbin on this mitzvah, that mitzvah, the other mitzvah. But if the Tamir Chacham are the only ones who, who are the maisa able to do so because of their Chachmas HaTayra, then they step into those shoes and they're considered like the only one. That's a tremendous achrayas. But as Rebel Lepian once said, just because it's a bigger price, don't say, oh, I don't want to be a Tamil Chacham. I'm going to have all the responsibility. <laughs> he said that when he was a five-year-old child, Rebel Lepian, everyone was dirt poor. He said, uh, a, one time he was climbing up on the cabinet <coughs> in the kitchen. And he wasn't allowed to do it, of course. He was a five-year-old kid. And he knocked a glass off the shelf. Mm-hmm. A glass? A glass? You know how much that cost? He got it, such a good box on his ear from his mother. Wow, boom. Yeah. Don't do that again. He said a little while later, the chicken flew in from the yard and started flapping around the kitchen and it knocked the entire shelf of glasses off. Whoa. Everything, <laughs> everything. And the other said, 
I was just waiting to see what's going to happen to that chicken. <laughs> what's going to happen to that chicken? Dinner. And you know what happened? <laughs> and you know what happened? My mother just gave a krechts, threw it back out into the yard, and threw after it a whole bunch of chicken feed. And a relative giving a shmooze in the yeshiva when he was already one of the Gili Israel, he said, as a five-year-old child, for a while I thought to myself, Wish I could be a chicken. <laughs> I wish I could be a chicken. Look at that. A whole shelf he knocks off. And nothing. He even gets an extra snack. <laughs> and then it occurred to me a little later on in my childhood that it's worth it to get a good clap on my ear and to be a little yingala than to have to be a chicken. And he told the Bacham and Yeshiva exactly this thing. He says, I'm giving you a whole story, a whole shmuz about how Tamidah Chachamim, Bachrim, Thurumir Abanans, they, they have a certain sakana because the, the Satan comes after them more than everybody else. He's trying to bring them down. So you're going to say to yourself, okay, so then I'll close my Gemara, I'll go out, and I'll do something else. And that way I don't have to be a target for the Eight Sahara. So Sederbel Zatyan, better to be a target for the Eight Sahara than to be a chicken. So that's the lesson that Rebel Zatyan taught. That's the answer. The long answer to your question, Rabbi, is, is the answer that Hamid Chachamim have more achrayos. Oh. So now, oh. so we already saw the Gemara says in Rosh Hashanah that Kaf test that Yatsa Moitzi, and we talked about Kiddush, and we talked about um, we talked about Birchas Hamitzvah. That even if you're Yotza, you can be Moitzi the other person. Now, we're going to look at a, fa- a fascinating story over here, which is a source for the Dagla Mirvava and Rabbi Kiva Eger, which we already looked at last week. What's the story? It's about Yanai HaMelech. Oh, Yanai HaMelech oh, was one of the Hashmanoi yeah. kings who was a tremendous Russia. Yeah. As a matter of fact, he was convinced by one of the Maskilim, one of the, the, um, the Misyavrim, to wipe out the Chachmei Yisrael. Yeah which he almost succeeded in doing. Now, it happens to be that Yane HaMelech was married to Shlomzion HaMalka, <laughs> and she was the sister of Shimon ben Shatach, mm-hmm. who at that time was one of the, the Zugas, one of the Gedali Yisrael. Fascinating caveat that I just noticed this morning. We're about to talk about Yane HaMelech, the Russia. Tomorrow is his yard site. Whoa. It says in the Gilas Tainas Perak Yud Aleph that there's a yomtif on the second of Shvat, to celebrate the death of Yana HaMelech, who wiped out the Chacham, the Chachma Yisrael. Okay? So, in case you thought, this is Rosh yes, what's tomorrow? Tomorrow is the Yantif. Even though Megillus Tanis was bottle, but amazingly, we're, we're talking about Yana HaMelech, uh, it's almost a yard site, I don't know what you say about his Neshama, but okay, uh, I hope that uh, yeah, the best thing happens. So, now, what is this story? The story goes that after Yana HaMelech wiped out Chachma Yisrael, he didn't have anyone to do his rituals, right? No one could propose a toast. No one could speak at his son's bar mitzvah. No, no more Yisrael. So, let's see the Gemara. The Amr Rabbi Yom Bar Yefes. Amr Rabbi Yechanan. I'm sorry, what am I doing? Yeah, but I'm, I'm in the wrong Gemara. I'm in the wrong Gemara. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's about, yeah, about tell her, right? Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. I'm always going to jump in. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'm not sure. Okay. So so we're going to have to go for temporarily to page three because somehow I decided to talk about this. Let's see. 
And then we're going we're to have to go back to where, where the real organization is happening. Yanai Malka Umalkasa. Yanai, the king, and his queen, who was known to us as Shlomtsiona Malka. Karichu Rifta Bahadi Adadi. They were, they were, they were. Brachas, I'm sorry. Page three. Almost the last Mara Malka. They were eating bread together. Umidikata Luhul Rabbanan. And once he wiped out the Rabbanon, like have a like inish the kruch the bruchadu, and no one could bench for him. No, well, we, we mean that the Birch Samazan. He was used to having his pet rabbi say Birch Samazan, but he killed them all. Amar lael dvisu man yov lon gavra demevarech lon. You see, it's epis. He was such a rasha, but he still needed someone to, to bench for him. Yeah. Who's going to bring us someone to bench? If you swear to me, if I bring you somebody, the you're not going to cause him pain, then I'll bring you someone. Ishtabali had no choice, he had a bench. She brought her brother, Shimon Ben Shatach. She was worried he's going to get killed also. Right? So she brought him. So Yana Amelach gave him the place of honor between the king and the, the, the queen. Ayah was a Haredi rabbi, yeah, but it was a sister, he was allowed to sit next to her. Okay? So now, Amar Lehi, so Yanai was, Yanai was so, look, look, at he was hiding from me, till, his, till my wife outsmarted me, and got me to swear, I'm not going to do anything to him. So he says, Look how much cover we're giving you, your mom is sitting between the king and the queen. Amar Lehi, so Shimon Ben Shetach had a very, a, a very sharp retort. Love at Kamiya you're not giving me cover. El Iraisa he demukali. The Kteras Mikhaben me. Dirsiv Salsala Usrimeka Tikhabelcha Kisikabkana. You hug the Torah, the Torah is gonna be uh you. So he says, You're not giving me cover. The Torah gives me cover. I need you to give me cover. Amarlah. So he turns to his wife and says, Kachadis, you see? Delay Mikabal Maras, you see he's not accepting me as a king? Look how he's he's giving me lip. So they brought him a, a kais to, to say Birkas Hamazan. So Shimon ben Shatach had a halachic chap. It was a good wine, probably. Amr hechi hour. How am I supposed to make a bracha? Baruch shalachal Yana v'chaverav mishaloi. I should bless Hashem that Yana and his chaverim ate from him. I, mean, I didn't eat anything. So how am I supposed to say Baruch shalachal mishaloi if I didn't eat anything? So what did they do? They had no choice. Shasil lahu kasa. So they had to let him drink that kais. At least he has something that he drank. Yavli kasa achrino baruch. So they gave him another kais and he, and, he, and he made a bracha. Okay. Then the Gemara ends up saying that Shimon Ben was more makal than the halacha. Amar Rabbi Abba b'reid Rav Chia bar Abba. Amar Rabbi Yochanan Shimon Ben Shetach the Ovid. Legarmi hu the Ovid. He's a das yachad that you can bench for everyone else even if all you did was drink wine. And we already saw that Harim say this is not Meikar Adin. Meikar Adin, you got some Moitzi, you can bench, and everyone else can be Yotzi with you, even if you didn't have anything, because of this principle of Arvis. But because of the covenant at Sibor, and it's a bizarre that you didn't need anything, so you have to have at least a Kazayas. And Shemesh was supposed to make it that even having a Lachayim is going <coughs> to give him the ability to. To uh, say so he took that along and said, "I'm going to even bench." Then you could bench, as we saw in the even when you didn't have anything. But the Rabbanon said, "Nah, we have to at least have something." Adkan, 
this Gemara um, with Yane HaMelech. Okay, so now... <clears throat> Back to page two? Yes, back to page two. What I want to do, I want to land this whole sugya of coming home and saying Kiddush, and even if you were Yoytze, isn't it supposed to say it somewhere? So I, I remember there's a Gemara about this. Where's the Gemara? The Gemara is in Psachim and Dafnun Dalav and Perakamakam Shinoagu, where the Gemara talks about when you make the brachas on Matzah Shabbos, when you make Havdalah. On the Kais, Hamadun the Kosh Lakol, you have all those brachas. Do you say them however you feel like, or you, do, you, do you put them around the kais? And you're massaging them around the kais. So now, says the Gemara, that Rabbi Yechelen said, we're now on, on page 2, uh, third to last paragraph, where it says, Pesachim Dafnim Dalet, V'vorchan al-a'ur, b'im b'matzah Shabbos, b'im b'matzah Yimekipurin, v'chein amadabar, that's what people do, b'matzah v'kasha, e'im b'vorchan al-a'ur, el b'matzah Shabbos, it was created, the fire was created on the Shabbos, that's why you make the bracha then. As soon as you see a fire anywhere on the Shabbos, say, No, no, no. You don't just run and make a bracha when you see a fire. You take the summon and you take the Eish, and you gather it all around the Kais. That's the halacha. So now let's just go to the end of that line. Rebbe Mifazron, Rebbe held, you can make the bracha spread out. Rabbi Chia Mechanson. And Rabbi Chia would be makbed to say the brachas of Eish and Besamim together with the brachas of the Yayin and the Havdalah. Amar Rabbi Yitzhak Baravdimi, Afal Pisha Rabbi Mifazron, even though Rebbe would, as he walked home, he would say brachas. Choyzer Vesoydron Alakois. Why? To be mighty, your children. Okay. So now, says the Ritva over there, mm-hmm. he says he is side. The name basically is a tzniyistic way of saying your wife. Right? So therefore it also means woman. The Shulchan Aruch paskins this din. Noshem chayavos behavdala keshem shechayavos bekedesh. V'yesh misha chaylik. Okay? Then he says, Le'avdilu la'atzman woman should make havdala for themselves or kishem havdala min hu'an noshem. Okay. Says the Mishnah Brura. So we have this Gemara that you can come home and say something for your family that you already did. Mm-hmm. So that's a Gemara already. Even according to the Manda Amr that holds that women are potter from Abdullah, not like the Ritva, they could volunteer to make Abdullah. That it's just like Shoifer and Lulav. That you could you could say say I want to be Mikhail in this mitzvah. Oh. One to page three. Says the Mishnah Brura. And that's that was already the Mishnah Brura. And then in, in Sifkata and Lamid Vavi says Vihina Besefer Zakharla Avram, Be'erach Avdala, Vikhim Bis Besefer Birka Yosef of the Khidah, 
הביאו כמה פויסקים דסבירלו, דאפילו מי שהבדיל כבר, יוכל להבדיל בשביל הנושן. מכל מקום לא מלאנו להכניס עצמון בחשש ספק לעניין רוחו אחרי דהי יכולה להבדיל בעצמה. She can make Havdalah for herself. Of course, she doesn't want to grow a beard or a mustache or whatever, but she can make it for herself. But so why should he do it? Well, Lamaisa, as we already saw it, the way the Ritva is learning the Gemara, so Rebbe used to come home and just make Havdalah. Now, it could be the Gemara means that Rebbe made Aish and, and Bissamim when he was walking in the street, and not actually Havdalah. That you have to check. But I'll call upon him. It seems that the Gemara says this. So you already have some kind of precedent. Exactly. Oh, oh, okay, very good. Very good. Very good. Yes, 100%. So it's coming, it's coming from the other way around. The opposite of what we were saying to, uh, of the subject that we discussed previously, that women maybe have a greater chiv in Kiddush because they didn't daven, and now you're coming with less. But the, but the, the idea of the Arvis, though, is very much present in both. Because we're assuming that there's Arvis over here. How do I know? So in Ha'aris, or Rav Yashav, look what he writes. Sachin daf nun dalet. Avo be'emes ha'ritva mochiach kan shebenei beisoy hainu noshim v'noshim chayavas birkas ha'ur uh, and then, and therefore, what? Next line. You might see her. Says You see from the Ritva that you can be might see uh, the women in, in the, the brachas around Abdullah. That you see from this Gemara that, in the Ritva that you they have Arvas. You can pass on like the Ritva and you can make Abdullah for women. Fine. And says Rav Yashiv, you're going to ask me, the Mishnah Bruce is not like me. Comes Rav Yashiv and says, the, the Mishnah Bruce says, be machmir, don't make Avdala for a woman because maybe she's not Chayav. But if the Mishnah Bruce would have seen the Ritva that you could when you come home, you might see, uh, you might see the, the women. So he would have said that that's what you should do. He didn't see the ritva. The only thing is that Yashiv understands the ritva means that there's arvis for women. Is it arvis or a chiv? Okay, but even, let's even say she's not strictly speaking chayav, but she wants to be yoytzer the mitzvah. If you don't connect with her even embracing the mitzvah, then you can't be yoytzer. And let's say we assume, like Rabbeinu Tam, that. Maybe even the Rambam would hold like this. A woman could volunteer to do a mitzvah. Right? Rabbi Nathan says, can you make a bracha? So she's doing a mitzvah. So you're helping her do it. Do you, does that even exist? But you're right. It's not the same type, level of Arabs. Okay, so where are we going with all of this? So I'll tell you where we're going. Rabbi, I just want to get clear. Yes. Better for a man to make Abdullah a second time for a woman that a woman to make it a first time for herself? Is that what he's saying? Right, so Mr. Bruce says now she should make it for herself. Right. Yes. The problem is that women nowadays are spooked out from Abdullah. 
They can get the man. They can get their husband no, to drink no, the wine. Everyone's good. I want to discuss it in the previous. They don't want to grow a mustache. Yeah, yeah. It's a bubble mustache. I tell you what. No, it's connected to something much deeper. I would. I once heard a shir. Yeah. And he spoke about the fact that the whole concept of being mavdil it's it's a it's a not a female trait. Oh, okay. It's not a female this is, trait. This is this is Machshava. What is that? It's Machshava and Yanni. Okay. Women, the nature woman, the Okay. Okay. So let's let's just try to summarize what we saw till now, and now we're getting to the, the bullseye of where we've been aiming for, which is we had a machlekes between the Dugan Rebbe and Rebbe Kiva Eger that the rush seems to say that women don't have arvas, so that. If the woman's chayav kiddush the raisa and the husband wants to be mitzvah, but he's only chayav the rabbanon because he already said shmonas, right? So now there's an issue with him being mitzvah because her level's higher. I he has obviously can be mitzvah anyone yotzah mitzvah, but says the dagamiravava. But there's a rush in Masechus Brachas that says that women don't have arvas. Okay, and Rabbi Kiva Eger said it doesn't say it's the rush seems to say it. It never says that in any gemara. Who in the world would... Why, why should that even be? And, he, and, and the... The... Eger suggests that what's really going on is that women, if they're not chayev in... I'm sorry. Is that in the case that the Rush is talking about, that maybe women are not chayev the raisa for Birkas Hamazan, so since they have no chayev, so a man can't be mighty the woman because the woman doesn't really have a chayev. Right. Not because she's out of the parish of Avers per se, it's just that the chayev of Birkas Hamazan is absent. So there's nothing for Avers to grab onto. Mm-hmm. And that's why a man can't be mighty a woman if he was already Yodzeh. Because normally speaking, the Avers helps him feed off the other person's Chiv. And here there is no Chiv. So the Rukhiv the, the, the Eger understands that the Rush is not actually saying that women are not in the parish of Avers. But he understands that women are in the parish of Avers, but since they don't have a Chiv of of since they don't have a chiv of Birkas HaMazan, maybe, the Gemara has a Suffolk and Brachas, so the Fida Tzad, they don't have a chiv of Birkas HaMazan, so a man can't be mighty the woman. If she is chayav, fine. If she's not chayav, the Daraisa, so then, he benched already, he's not chayav. She is not chayav the Daraisa, so there's nothing that's pulling him into the box of being chayav, because, so it's just a technicality. It's as if she was a katan. So it's not, strictly speaking, the fact that she's a woman. However, if you look at the rush, it doesn't really seem like this so much. It doesn't really seem like this. It seems that he's saying that women are not chayev. Now, this is especially true. Let's see Taisus. Taisus and Brachas and Memches discusses exactly Brachas Memches of Aleph. It's page three toward the bottom under the Gemara with Yanai. So. <coughs> So he says, It's the last, the highlighted line. Samchina na ubda diyanai v'chaveirav v'heim achlu k'dei sviyo v'afilu hachi k'chazinan d'kapata l'hu Shimon ben Shetach. Shimon ben Shetach had a cup of wine. And most of you would have to have what the coin to Ravashi would have had to have a kazayas of bread. But that would have been enough to enable him to potter all the people that are sitting at the entire barbecue at the Shimon ben Shetach. At, at Rubyane Amelach. So you see, what do you see, says Taisis? That Gemara shows 
that even when a person does not have the actual chiv of Birkas Hamazan on a, on a, on a Lamaisa sense, because he didn't eat enough, but he's able to be moitzi somebody who has a Lamaisa chiv because he takes, because the Arvis, he takes the other guy's chiv. So Shem Ben Shetach, okay, the Lachayim was a Lachayim, but the point is, since he's Chayim in Birkas Hamazan, theoretically speaking, so somebody else's chiv, Lamaisa Birkas Hamazan, is going to be Mechayim, Shem Ben Shetach, Mitzah Arvis, and he could be moitzi them. That's what you see in this Gemara, says Taisis. So Taisis says, so what's the difference between him and a katan? Says Taisa is like this. Elanir lechalek the katan chain the barchi of klal daraisa afilu achal kadei sevia. Even if a katan will eat enough that he, he was mekayim what the din the the mitzias of v'savata, but he can still doesn't have the chi of uveirachta. Why? Because he's a katan. Hilkach einem chiyuv b'davar kareinem bay. Even though the rabbanim gave him a chiyuv, but be aside he's not chayiv in brachas amazon ever because he's a katan. Therefore, he can't be moitzi gadol. Aval gadol. I'm sorry. So you can't be moitzi him. Aval gadol shehu barchiyuva min atayra. Where gadol who's barchiyuva min atayra ki achal kadei sviya mechuyuv badavar karina bay. I feel like achal klal. Says Taisus. Don't make any mistake. That which Shimon Metzetach had the lachaim. That was for good luck. But meikar adin. Even without eating anything, it could be Moitzi, Yanai, and all the rest of the people at the barbecue, when the Birkas Amazon, even if he didn't eat at all, he's, he's able to consider himself Chayev, Midin, Kol Yisrael, Arevim, Zevazeh. And he says at the end, he says, okay, that, even the Gemara says, you need Kedayis Dagan, ain't it Tzarech Ela, Sheyuch HaLeim, or Sheyuch Otherwise, he didn't eat anything. I, less than a Kedayis, that's not called Achila, as we know from the Gemara in many places. Okay. Now... We already saw the Dagal Rami Ravava. Dagal Rami says, you see from over here, that, you see from over here, that, um, this rush, that we saw last time, that women, they can't be Yotze Birkas Amazon from you, because you're not an Arif to them. Women are not in the parish of Aravis, if you look over here, Oh, the rush said it right. So, so let's look at the the, the Dagom Revava's suffix again. Vanimistapik. It's the third to last line of Dagom Revava on page four. Vanimistapik. Im ha'isha enon eno bechlal arvos. Like the rush seems to say, the hainu shehi eno arivo be'ad acherim. She's not an arv for other people. Aval anosh. Is that all it means? Aval anoshim shekiblu arvos ba'agrizim ba'arivo. They were mekabel arvos. Nis arvu gam be'ad anoshim. So then my whole thing that I brought up in the Magnav Rav, the whole problem that he brought up is out the window because you still have Arvis even when the other person does not have Arvis for you, you have for him. Or Dilma maybe says, He doesn't know. He doesn't know. He's not sure. He's not sure. Oh. So now, let's see how Rabbi Kivya Eger reacts, and then we're going to bring everything we've seen together. I feel bad we've been stretching this out. There's so many ingredients that you have already that are going to come front and center now to enrich the machlekes that we seem to have between Rabbi Kivya Eger and the Dagal Meravava. Dagal Meravava says, the rush says the words, women don't have arvas. I'm thinking that if it means that they actually, can't, you can't be mighty to them, if they're not chayv on your level, it also means that 
I'm sorry, if they can't be mighty you, it also means that you can be mighty them, even if they're chayev, but it's not a man who's chayev who makes you chayev. You're not, she's not contagious. Ah, oh. says the Ruki Veger, in the Sefer Dagal Merivava, he wonders about being mighty your wife in Kiddush when you already were yotze with Shemineser, presumably. And he says, maybe if women don't have arvis for you, you don't even have arvis for them. Ah, oh. so now says Rabbi Kiva Eger, and what's his savari? Rosh Kosov, the Paragimel, the Brachas, the Isha Ena Bechal Arvus, the Kach Ena Motzia, Ella Lemisha Chayuvim Midrabanan. With the Isha Stabik, the Ishlaimari, Noshim Ena Ravim, the Arachirim, Avala Noshim, Aravim, Gam Al Hanoshim. That's the, the suffix of the Dogomir Bava. Says Rabbi Kiva Eger, a few things here. Ula Nias Daiti, the Ain Chiluk Bena Noshim, the Noshim, the Inan Arvus, Vole Matsinu Bishum Duchta. Nowhere in Shas will you find this in. Who said? Powerful Kasha. So I think we have discovered at least some smach for this. If you remember when we saw the sources brought down earlier, Rav Shem said that there were 48 times 603,550 brisas that were nichras on every mitzvah. 603,550, that's only men. Over 20. Over 20. Okay, so that, that's, that, that itself is an issue. But, but for sure, for sure, if he's actually, and we're picking numbers, 48 times 603,000, so I thought that maybe this is a hint to the Dagomer Vav's understanding of the Rosh, that it's only the men who took upon themselves Arvas, because that's the only one who's being counted over here. It's not Muchach, but remarkim she'ain she'ain mucker that it's dafka anoshim hishtadol you know to find the mucker that it's only anoshim. Okay, so that's I thought perhaps that could be a mucker. Ah, now continues. So that maybe answers that kasha of Rabbi Kivager, and then he says beautifully. He says that he talks about Yana Hamelach. The second line, he says, I have a raya from this Gemara that it must be that Arvis helps a man be mighty a woman, <coughs> and you don't say, even if you assume like the Dagal Merivav, and I think he's wrong, says Ricky Vega, even if you assume like him that woman can't be mighty you, but you could be mighty woman. How do I know? Because who was sitting there? And he said, who's going to bench for us? For us. So she had to bench. And who was mightier? Shimon ben Shetach. One second. But Shimon ben Shetach only had a cup of wine. So the only way in, in the world he can be mighty, Shomtzian Amalka, and benching is how? Is with Arvus. With Arvus. Because even with Dagan, he doesn't have a Kadeh Sviyah. Right. So, so you, what do you see over here? That is, it seems to be a mafirish gemara. Says Rebbe Eger to be poishet the, the suffix of the dagal merivava. If Shem ben Shetach is able to be mighty, who? It's from Tzion Amalka. How his sister? How not because she's his sister, because of Arvas. So you see that even though he didn't eat anything, and she did, so he's able to be mighty here. So you see that the, on the receiving end, for sure, women have Arvas. So says Rebbe Eger. Uh, even if you're not going to be macabre on the fact that I, um, 
אני דוחה על הסף, I completely reject the whole idea that the Nagam Revava introduces. And women do have arvus, even if you say they maybe don't have arvus to give over to you, but you have arvus to give over to them. Okay? Okay, beautiful. So that's what we give you Raya against the Nagam Revava. Fine. So then he ends up saying, but so, so what does the rush mean? The rush just means that women, if they're not chayav, because they're Muslims, so there's no arvus. Why? Because they're not chayav. The problem is that we already saw this svar that Rebbe Eger says. It's the Taisus that we just read. That what's the reason that a katan can't be mitzi a gadol? Because he doesn't ever have a chayav, but a man could be mitzi a gadol. So you see, there none of you didn't know that Taisus. He was aware that such a svara exists. He still didn't think the Russia is saying that. He still thought the Russia is saying is saying that women don't have arvus. Yes. Oh, what did I say? I'm sorry. The Dagam Mevava understood that women have no arvus at all from the rush, and he wonders maybe they can't even be yotze with you. So the he he knew the svara. Kiva Eger says, "Oh, let me tell you what the rush really means." The Dagam Mevava knew that Taisus that says the same thing. That it doesn't mean that women don't have. Any arvus just means they're not chayiv in benching at all. Right. So, so, but nevertheless, the 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 tzlach, the the dalim revavah didn't learn like that. Oh. so now, now he says, "Rukiv Eger," he ends with a kasha. Uvezayikshe kushes harosh the hayotzam moitzi v'leis alatiras harosh the the hahasam mari ba'anoshin the yeshul mechol arvus. I'm um, sorry, I skipped something. Yeah, I have another raya, says Rukhi Eger. Because I wrote in my chuvas, Cheirish, you see what that is? The first, the first line is, word in line is chuvas. Cheirish eni yochal ha-shmiya la-ozna la-yotza. Okay, so eni yochal la-hoitzi ha-cheirim, duhu eni mechuyu ba-dover. The halach is that a person who wants to blow shoifer, who's not able to hear, so he can't be moitzi everybody else. Okay, that's the psak. Who cares if he can't be? He's, he's not. We're not talking about a guy who's a chirish that is like putter from all mitzvahs. He just, technically speaking, can't hear the shofar. So that's a gather of yotzamaitzi. He doesn't have a way to do a mitzvah because he's he's not able to. Why is that any different from a person who already did the mitzvah that he can blow the rest of, of Rosh Hashanah and he won't get a mitzvah because he already got the mitzvah, right? So and he can't say the reason is why. Because he's just now average because he's uh, that only applies to ladies. So you it must be from the fact that the Gemara says that the Shokanar Pastans that someone who can't hear, he can't be mighty to somebody else, right? It, it, the, so the idea is that he's technically speaking, um, not being Mikhail in the mitzvah. And nevertheless, um El Al Kokas is the Ruki Vegar, the Ain Kavanas Rush of Khalik Bin Noshim La Noshim in an Arvas, El the the Ella the Misha ain't a bar chiyuv the mitzvah zu ain't a bechal arvus al chayrim. The fact that the Maisa at the end of the day he's not able to do the mitzvah, so he's potter. Not like I said before, he's potter. Umishem hachi b'shoifer kivin the ain't a shemeya the ain't a bechiyuv mitzvah sirfar. He's not able to betachos to fulfill the mitzvah. Ain't a bechal arvus al chayrim. That's why he can't blow for anyone else. Oh. The tzlach has a brilliant rejoinder to Rabbi Kivega. This is so brilliant. Can we just do a little chazar for a second? Yeah. The Gemara says that. How she ate a whole, she, 
she ate the whole, you know, she's full chayiv bricks and he's totally not chayiv. So how, on that side that she's chayiv, the right, so how can he be, be might see her? So you see, says Rekim Yeager, must be that a man has arvis to a woman, even though she's chayiv the rice and he's only chayiv the rabbanon, or not at all really, he's able to be might see the lady. Says the tzlach, unbelievable. This is delicious. The tzlach says, no, you're wrong. How are you wrong? Because who was the audience? Who was eating at that Suda? Yanai, all his ministers, they are what? Men or women? Yeah. Men! So as soon as they're chayv to bench, what happens to Shimon Ben Shatach? He has his own chayv now. Why? Because of Arvus. So now that the man gave him a chayv of Arvus, so now he can even be my Shlantina Malka because he's chayv because of the man. So if, well, so if it was only the king and queen, then that would... If it would only be the queen, then that you would have a riot of uh, But says that Slach, he's not even addressing Rebbe Kivager, and it's a beautiful answer to Rebbe Kivager's kasha. That's only good if you're trying to be Moitzi a woman. So you have a raya that if she's Chayav, right, and you're able to be Moitzi, even though you only you only have the, the, the din of Arvis and nothing else, it must be the you have a din of Arvis to be Moitzi a lady. It must be a lady has a din of Arvis. But says the tzlach, in this case of Yana Amelech, it's not a good raya. Why? Because it was some tzion was sitting there, Yana was sitting there, his, his servants were sitting there, and they all have a chi of the rice at the bench. And the men, for sure, have arvus with Shimon ben Shetach. And once he's ignited by their arvus, says the tzlach, then Amelech, he can be mighty anyone he wants, including some tzion, even if he doesn't have, she doesn't have arvus toward him. Even if he doesn't have arvus towards her either. Right, it's not midin arvus. Right, excellent. Once he becomes a mechuyev badaver through the arvus, memela he is considered a mechuyev, and he doesn't need the idea of arvus. Exactly. Thank you for for sharpening that point. The arvus that he has with the other men creates within a mechuyev, and once he's a mechuyev badaver, so he can be might see a lady without arvus. This regular should make a by himself, right? Why, why other men? Just yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, 100%. And if it was, if it was only Yana and Shamsim? Yeah, the same story. As long as there's a man involved. If it was only the king and queen. Right. Would he. What would he say? No, it's the same story. It's the same, the king. The Slach doesn't say it. The Slach just says the king. The <laughs> Slach just is based on Yana. So, one second. So, so, so this is the Slach. So, now, no, the, the rest of it, I, this is a paraphrase because I couldn't put any more Marmon Kermit. Everything in the Bible is all par- my paraphrasing. Okay, so one second, a second, that boy said, "What's Rebbe Kiva Eger fell off over here? He didn't, he didn't know how to learn Rebbe Kiva Eger. He didn't, he didn't have, he didn't have in this." So I said, "Let's go back to the original Shiloh that we asked. <clears throat> is it Kol Yisrael? And you, uh, this is a theory. I'm saying B'derech Efshar Mahalach. Is it Kol Yisrael or even Ze Baze or Ze Loze? What's the difference? Ze Baze means everyone's mixed up with each other. We're all one big mishmash." Zeloza, we saw, and that's the Goyim said straight out. We're, we're, we're above him, Zebazeh. And what do the other Rishonim, most of them say? We're Araven, we are guarantors. I think that it's very misstabber that the core of the Svara, <coughs> about whether you say, do women have Arvas or not, is totally in this idea, what is Arvas? If Arvas is that we all took responsibility for each other, like Rishonim Bayechai says, that you have 603,000 times, 603,550 times, everyone's taking Arvis. 
So then, that's called Kol Yisrael Arevim Zeh Laza. Each one of us is Arev to the other one. And then it makes sense that who took Arvis men? Who did they take Arvis to? Whoever took Arvis to them. But you could separate and say that there's no such idea that all of Kali Yisrael is one big mishmash. We all took responsibility for each other as an Arev, but women who weren't involved, you can maybe say they weren't involved to give over the Arvis, but maybe they're even not going to be involved to what? To receive the Arvis. Maybe they're totally disconnected. They're all possibilities. But if you say Kali Yisrael, Arev, we're all together. We're all one big unit. So women are part of Kali Yisrael. So we hear the Svara. Okay? And there's, there's, no, there's, no, there's not a that we each took responsibility for each other. <coughs> means we're all one unit. And then man and woman doesn't make a difference. Everyone is Chayev. And there's no difference between whether you can be more to him, he can be more to you. Oh. So now, so maybe the Tzlach would say, right? The Tzlach says maybe there's no right for Rabbi Kivya What did Rabbi Kivya think? What did Rabbi Kivya say? So if a Kiva Eger holds that you can't differentiate an Arvis, we're just one big lump. We're all mixed together. Then what happens? Then there's no difference between men and women, right? And then also, it doesn't even make sense to say, right, that you could be Arvis for somebody's not an Arvis for you, it's all the same. And Rabbi Kiva Eger asked the Kasha on the Tzlach, and he said, what? But you, Rabbi Tzlach, what do you hold? Not like me. You hold that. So the men were Mechabal Arvis on, on each other. But the women, either they're Bechlal out of the parish of Arvis, or at least they were Mechabal for the men, but the men were Mechabal for them. Says, and this is a beautiful part, says the Gemara says, there's a machlekes tanoim, another machlekes tanoim. Do you say the din of Arvis on the mitzvah of Arvis? I kid you not. If I have a chiv of Arvis to somebody else, to stop him from doing an avir, let's say, does someone else have a chiv, have an Arvis on, on that chiv? Exactly, 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 100%. Exactly. So the Gemara says, it's in the sources that, I just want to say it outside, it's in the sources that we gave, the quotes that we gave earlier, that the, there's a machleik istanam, whether you say, hmm. yes, if you look at page number two, so it says over here, in this chayvu Yisrael, right in the middle, in this chayvu Yisrael, be'arvus, af al ha'arvus atzma, is there a din of Arvis on Arvis itself? Wow. Okay, so the Machlech is Tanoam, whether you have Arvis on Arvis. So I want to say that this Lechaira is the same Machlech. <coughs> if you hold Koyisol, Arivim, Zeb, Bozeh, everyone's all together. So the same way that you have an Avera, I have an Avera, we're all really the same person. So, of, so 
my iris to you is is inherent. It's intrinsic. So therefore, if I have iris for your mitzvah, so then it's mamashachiv. And then if someone sees that I'm not fulfilling that iris, so you can get on my case because it's really mine. But if I say I'm just I'm just um, <coughs> there to back you up, but it's not really my mitzvah itself. So then I'm I don't take full chiyuv responsibility. You, you, can't, you don't have arvus on me that I'm not taking the arvus for him. It's, it's just my it's just my inherited responsibility. It's not my innate responsibility. Oh, so if that's the case, let's come back to Rabbi Kiva Eger and the and the slach. Yeah, and the, the same person, right? The slach and the Yeah, same. Yeah, Nedim Yehuda. And Tzil and Nefeshchaya, it's all the same person. Yeah. So now, so now, now it's beautiful. How did Tzlach say his mother the Gitaris? Tzlach said, I have an idea. You, you know, you brought me a riot, Rabbi Kiva Eger. And he says it, he doesn't respond, but Rabbi Kiva Eger, you brought me a riot that Shimon Ben Shetak is going to be Moitzi, his sister, even though his sister had Kadesh Sviya and he didn't need anything. How could that be? And must it's an open and shut raya that even if you hold that Arvis doesn't go from women to men that they take responsibility, but men have responsibility for women. How? Because Shimon Ben Shetak is being mighty his sister. What was the tarets of, of the night of Yehuda? That since there were men, they created a chiyuv in Shimon Ben Shetak, and then immediately he's mighty his sister. Not me din Arvis, just we din mechuyuv b'davar. So what did Rabbi Kivi Eger think about that? How come? So, oh, I'm going to say, Rebbe Eger says to the Nether Beauty, you can't say that. Why? If you held that Arvis is just one big glump like I hold, that there's no difference between men and women, and it goes in both directions, everyone's Mu'uravim Zebozeh, so then I understand that the Chiyov that Shimon Ben Shaftach has when all the men listening to him is his own chiyav. <laughs> and once it's his own chiyav, he's chayav, and he could actually be moti who? Even though a woman, Shomtzion, who doesn't have arvas. But you don't hold like me. How do you hold? You're just taking responsibility for each other, but it's not really your innate chiyav. So you can't go and say that once Shimon ben Shetach is chayav to bench because of the other men... That now he's considered a full mechuyah b'davar, and he can be mighty, the woman. You can't say that, Nadevuda. Why not? Because you hold that the fact that the Shimon Mechetach is chayev is just because he's taking responsibility to the men, and it's not you. You would hold like the Manda Amr that says that you don't have arvus on arvus. Why don't you have arvus on arvus? Because it's not really yours. Don't force me to bore someone around. It's not really my chayev. So that's how I think that Rabbi Kiva Eger would. Push back his kasha onto another view and say, You can't say that because Shem Meshetach is Chayev, because of the men, Memele, he's going to be able to be Moti his sister. No, the Chayev that he has because of the men is only toward the men themselves, because he's an Arev to them. But just because he's an Arev to them doesn't mean that he's an Arev to who? To her. It's only according to me that I hold, that once one of us is Chayev, we're all Chayev, one for all, all for one. So that's when he's going to be able to. To be mighty somebody else. Arkan, I'm saying B'derach Efsher, and uh, I would be happy to hear if someone wants to slug it up. Okay. I, that so many of our precious children, our precious Bachim, were killed. Ish Mamish. And so I think the best thing that we could do now 
is to learn the sugya of the kashal ishba achiv of Klai Yisrael And that sugya itself tells us that if we are revu zebazeh, and that we could, our Torah can impact on the fighting of all of Klai and keep them safe. And I want to say, end off with a beautiful thought that my brother Avram likes to say, that the, the Hasidim say, Klai Yisrael, a third shot, Arevim zelazeh, everyone is sweet to each other. All of Klai Yisrael treat each other with sweetness. And Be'ez Hashem, we should have a very sweet Chodesh Shvat.